Hello and welcome to the Life Enchanted Podcast. We're on a mission to optimize our lives through faith, health, wisdom, and much more. Thank you for joining us on our journey. Here now is our host, Nick Carlisle. What is good, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Life Enchanted Podcast, where it is my duty to explore all things related to living an optimized and fulfilling life. I personally am on the never-ending journey to improve myself and figured why not share my findings and my conversations with as many people as possible. This episode is brought to you by MyLifeEnchanted.com, which is where you can find all things related to the Life Enchanted movement. You can sign up for my email newsletter on there, read my blog, check out some apparel I designed, and a bunch of other stuff as well. Also, I would love to keep this podcast relatively sponsor-free, and to do that, I need your support through Patreon. You can visit the support tab on my website to learn more about that. Your contributions through Patreon will keep the Life Enchanted content flowing and will also help me dedicate more time to expanding the content, i.e. the blog and newsletter and whatnot. But most importantly, a portion of every cent that comes through Patreon and my online store will be donated to Metro World Child. You can find out more about them through my website on that support tab. Also, please consider leaving a rating and possibly a review of the podcast on whatever platform you're using. Your feedback helps other people discover the show and join the movement. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Nick here, back with another solo episode. And this one is all about how to be a good conversationalist. And I've broken it down into four different categories that are all pretty much self-perpetuating, meaning that one leads to the next, which leads to the next, which leads to the next, which leads back to the first one, and so on and so forth. So... I wanted to make this nice and easy and easy to digest. Um, I think that we could all benefit from becoming better conversationalists. I think that our relationships would benefit from it. And I think it's an area that we could all grow in as well. I've done some research and I've listened to podcasts, um, watched YouTube videos and stuff like that on, on how to interview well, which, you know, an interview is essentially a conversation with someone and I've seen it just impact my life, and the more that I've become uh, intentional about how I hold conversations with people, with some of these practices that I've picked up, uh, the better the conversations have been, and that's definitely important not only in my personal life, but also for the podcast as well, because if I am not a good conversationalist, then the Life Enchanted podcast would probably suck. So I'm not saying I'm great at it, but I'm saying that I am working at it and I am developing some of these skills. I also think that naturally um, I have a gift of being a decent conversationalist and I was kind of doing some of these things already uh, just out of intuition, um, which is just a blessing that God's given me. But it's, it's nice to put labels on some of these practices so that I can actually focus on them and deploy them in conversations. So this one will be short and sweet, but I wanted to give you four things that I think can really uh, help you out. Because oftentimes we've had conversations that are awkward and painful and are not fun to be a part of, and I want to avoid those, and I want to help help you avoid those. And on the flip side of that, I think oftentimes we've had conversations that flow well, that uh, are an hour long, but they seem like they're five minutes long. 
Um, and we, we build connections in those conversations. And I think that the more of those that we can have, the better off that we will be. So I'm going to break it down into four categories. And the first category is listening. And this one is probably the one that you've heard most in regards to how to have a good conversation with someone. Um, but the art of listening is, I feel like, overlooked and underappreciated because oftentimes we are just hearing someone speak, right? When we're talking with someone, we are hearing what they are saying, but usually we are waiting for them to stop speaking so that we can start speaking. We're formulating what we are going to say in our mind, and we're just waiting for them to take a breath so that we can interject or to finish their sentence or their thought so that we can spill our thoughts. It's really um, we, we, we put ourselves first in a lot of situations. So listening is different than just hearing because listening is when you actually are listening shocker there. I know, but listening intently to what they are saying and absorbing what they are saying and digesting what they are saying, considering what they are saying. Um, that naturally is going to give birth to the second component of a good conversation, which is curiosity. So the first one is listening. And when you are listening, truly listening, you're going to be curious about some things. Um, You're going to be curious about the backstory behind whatever they say. You're going to be curious about the feelings they had or the thought processes they had or the outcomes of whatever they kind of just touched on or whatever it is. So curiosity is is huge and that's one of the biggest things that I've taken into my into my podcast interviews that was actually a recommendation from Tim Ferriss I know I mentioned him a lot I obviously uh have an a small infatuation with the dude but I think he's one of the better interviewers uh in the podcast world and his main suggestion to interviewers is to be genuinely curious but you cannot be curious without really listening, right? So curiosity is huge. And curiosity automatically breeds the next component, which is questions, right? So if you're listening, truly, you're going to be truly curious, right? If you're focusing on what they're saying, and if you're truly curious, you're going to have some questions to follow up with. Um, And the more that you listen and the more curious you are, the more specific and well-formed your questions are going to be for that individual, right? And that person will be able to give you more insight and more backstory and more details or whatever it is that you're looking for, which if you listen and you're curious will breed more questions, right? So these things are self-perpetuating, as I mentioned. Um... And the art of asking good questions is is a skill in and of itself to be able to, to formulate exactly what you are trying to get at um, is a skill that the more you practice and the more you listen and the more you're curious uh, will just naturally come. So um, keep that in mind. And then the last component, so it's listening, curiosity, questions, and the last component um that doesn't naturally come from the first three components, but um, if it is there, will will breed the, back to the first uh, three components. And that last component is honesty. I think that we can tell when people have their walls up and when people aren't being true 
and authentic and honest and open. And I think that that makes us feel uncomfortable, even if it's subconscious, even if we're not cognitively like processing like, oh, this person is not being honest. That's like a weird thought to have mid conversation, right? But I think that we can just feel that it's kind of just surface level level and superficial. And that makes for awkward conversations. But on the other hand, if if we're being honest in a conversation, if the person's being honest and open and vulnerable and and kind of revealing some some things to you and and letting their guard down and you can kind of feel that those walls are down, uh, I think that leads to empathy. It leads to compassion. It leads to understanding. It leads to love. And it also allows you and helps you yourself as you are listening when you respond or when it's your turn to speak, um, to be more vulnerable and honest, uh, yourself and kind of reciprocate what's going on there. And those four things, if they are implemented in a conversation between both parties, that is going to initiate a good, deep, meaningful conversation that is probably going to lead to a good, deep, meaningful relationship with someone, right? And and life is all about relationships. We all need solid people in our lives that are sounding boards that we can talk to and open up to. And and if we're implementing these four strategies, then then that's an easy way to kind of get those relationships flowing. And the thing is, both parties with with all of this that I'm saying, if if you are doing this, that's good. And but it's not guaranteed that the other person's going to do it, right? So if you are implementing these four strategies, awesome. You're probably going to hear a lot from the other person. And if that other person is is self-centered or just not aware of what's going on or not aware of any of these principles, then you're probably going to do a lot of listening and it might get boring. Um, and sometimes you just have to brace through it. Like if you're on a double date or if you're uh, you know, sitting next to someone on an airplane or something like that, you just kind of have to say like, oh, it is what it is and get through it. But if both parties are are deploying these four strategies, then it's going to be a good conversation, right? As I mentioned, and and it's going to be reciprocated and things are going to flow and good questions are going to be asked. And the biggest thing is that we are all super unique and we all have stories and experiences and emotions and thoughts and learnings um, and wisdom and things like that that can help each other. And that's really the goal of these conversations is to to learn from each other, see how we've overcome certain things or, or share with each other different things that we've learned or just express things that we keep bottled up inside of us. And just doing all that stuff is super healthy for us. And it also helps us learn from each other. I think that we're too quick to judge each other and we're too quick. And I've totally seen this in my classroom as well, even though you know, I teach 14 and 15 year olds, I still have stuff to learn from them. And I oftentimes find myself uh, judging them, prejudging them just by how they are dressed or how they talk to me or what they're interested in and stuff like that. But as I get to know these students and actually have some conversations with them, I I am revealed uh, things that that make me love them or that help me or that help me understand them, which helps me show compassion to them and empathy for them and feel for them. Right. So 
that's another part is is that we can't just go into conversations with these preconceived and it's tough to do it's, it's really tough to do to not judge people but we can't go into these conversations with these preconceived notions of who they are uh what they're about they must act like this or whatever it is or they're probably you know have this type of attitude towards the world or whatever that that limits our conversations and it's going to limit our listening it's going to limit our curiosity it's going to limit our questions and it's going to limit our, our honesty which are the main components right so um, being able to kind of let those judgments fall off and slide off is super helpful so that we can actually learn from each other and listen to each other, uh, and develop more compassion and more love. It, all of this leads to love relationships and love. Um, and it's cliche to say, but love makes the world go around. The more love we have, the less war we have, the less hate we have, the less arguments we have. And the more united we are and the more happy we are, honestly, it's, it's a simple answer. And a lot of the, the greatest minds throughout the history of the world boiled their philosophies down to just love, right? And it's so simple, but it's, it's so profound. One quote that I want to share with you that uh, was said by Thich Nhat Hanh, who is a Vietnamese Buddhist monk. Dude is super legit. I just read a book by him called Living Buddha, Living Christ. Um, Amazing book, highly recommend it. Talks about the parallels between Buddhism and Christianity and how similar they are. Uh, Thich Nhat Hanh was boys with Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King actually nominated Thich Nhat Hanh for a Nobel Peace Prize. Um, But he said this, Thich Nhat Hanh said this quote, you listen only with one purpose, to help the other person empty their heart. You listen with only one purpose, to help the other person empty their heart. And think about if both parties in a conversation, or all four people, or whatever it is, are doing this. That's going to breed deep conversation, and that's going to breed deep relationships, and that's going to breed love, and that's going to breed wisdom, and that's going to breed learning right? And that's going to help us understand each other and learn from each other and help us grow into better human beings. So those are the four main components, listening, curiosity, questions, and honesty. And they're all pretty self-perpetuating, as I said. And I think that the more we can be intentional about deploying these things in conversation, then the better off our world will be, honestly. Hit me up on social media if you have anything to add to that or send me an email i'd love to hear back from you guys hear about how these skills uh, have impacted your life if you start using them or any stories or anything like that i think that'd be awesome um, i'm at my life enchanted on instagram and then the email you can find at the end of this podcast but otherwise thanks for tuning in i appreciate it hope you guys are having an amazing week day hour night whenever you're listening to this whatever keep spreading love keep spreading hope and i will talk to you guys soon peace a special thanks to king's kaleidoscope for the instrumental used on the intro and outro of this podcast also a big thanks to the good people at capital floats which is northern california's premier sensory deprivation and float tank facility i am a frequent user there and the experience is transformative to say the least And for listeners of this podcast, they are offering an exclusive deal of 40% off the normal price for a single float. 
Just go to capitalfloats.com and use the promo code LIFEENCHANTED with no spaces at checkout. If you're in Northern California, you definitely want to take advantage of this. Please remember that I am not a doctor, so definitely consult your physician before making any sudden diet, supplement, or lifestyle changes suggested in any of these episodes. If you're interested in connecting with me, you can send an email to nick, N-I-C-K, at mylifeenchanted.com, or you can find me on Instagram at mylifeenchanted. Peace.